Hey everyone, it's me, Andy. And I'm Sean. And this is the Commander's Brew. This week, Akeem the Birdman. Hello everybody and welcome to the Commander's Brew. It's episode 253 uh, of the, the big show. And uh, here we are, Sean. It's you. There you are, Andy. It's me. I'm here. How are you doing? Doing all right. Uh, summer is in full swing, and it's super hot out. Yeah, we're in the middle of if a real you, heat wave. If you ever go outside, and apparently it's just going to be like this for the rest. Well, where we are, southern Ontario, it's apparently just going to be like this for the rest of the summer. Okay, but here's my but. but maybe do you feel the same as me like two weeks ago was march anyway so like what is the rest of the summer like yeah, it's a true. week no you're right yeah <laughs> oh so you mean it's gonna be like this for another three days great yeah and then it's fall it's gonna be it's gonna be september in a couple days it feels like the way this is going i've never looked more forward to a fall in my life i don't think because of the heat or because of the because of everything do you think everything's going to be back to normal in the no, fall? No, it's not necessarily that it's going to be back to normal, but it's just that we'll at least have progressed somewhat. And I'm I'm optimistic that it will well, at least in at least here. Uh, it's going to uh yeah, it's going to get better, I think, you know. So um we're seeing some industries come back and all that kind of stuff and and it seems to be like um ours is included in that a little bit. I, Hours, I, I say hours, I mean like the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. acting and comedy and all that kind of stuff. So that's, you know, slowly crawling back. We might see some stuff. We'll see. But um, also just, yeah, the weather's crazy. It's it's and like the fact that there's nowhere to go. Like You can go out, you can yeah. go to a park. It's not quite the same, though, right? Like you're not planning those events with the same frequency you, you probably were on a normal year. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the fall. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, I like, I like fall, too. Fall is good, though, right? Like, because we never get a spring anymore, uh, that's spring's been canceled. I don't know yeah. what spring did, but they did something. And they're out now. But now we get uh, but now fall is the new spring and falls. Pretty falls. Pretty nice. Jackets, leaves. I'm in. I mean, my favorite temperature is light jacket temperature. Yeah, I think I think mine is the first time when you wear shorts and there's it's still like it's not super hot yet it's not hot yet you know what i mean like it's still just warm it's still just warm but it's shorts yeah i like see yeah yeah i like so like i like the spring version of that right like that's the fall version this is the spring version the first time because you know shorts at nighttime it gets a little cooler right you're gonna want that light jacket but you're not gonna sweat at any point during the day and you you never feel like you need gloves or a hat or anything you're fine sweater weather is nice yeah when you're just wearing like a sweater outside no jacket so like same thing light jacket is kind of the same thing a sweater is a is a kind of a light jacket sweater is basically a jacket yeah prove me wrong i mean what's a jacket other than a shirt that opens up Right. I mean, heavy and then shirt. are we just are we just defining jacket by how many layers are under it? What if you wear a jacket with no shirt underneath? Is that then just a fancy shirt? Exactly. Is is what makes it a jacket? Is it simple? Is like the intent when the garment is made? Does that count? 
Ah, right. Uh, maybe, or or maybe it's where you keep it in the house, like the jacket closet. <laughs> right. It's the hook. You know? Yeah, hook versus hanger. Yeah, I mean, some people keep their jackets in their bedroom closet. Listen, oh, I got I got news for you. That ain't a jacket anymore. Yeah, no. If your if your coat or a jacket is on a regular hanger in a closet like, that slides open and closed. You're, that's just a fancy shirt. What about front closets? Like front closets, like by the door. Oh. That doesn't count. That's okay. You're allowed to put jackets in there on hangers, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I yeah. guess that makes sense. By the but door. But if it's in your if... bedroom, I'm sorry. That's a heavy shirt now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bedroom bedroom versus near the front door. <laughs> you imagine someone taking out their like overcoat, like their trench coat, and then being like, oh, I'm just going to put on my big shirt. <laughs> yeah, a heavy like, shirt with a with a belt and buttons. Like one of the using one of those neo jackets as a robe, <laughs> <laughs> just like you got n- nothing underneath but your boxers. You're just walking around making coffee in that thing. <laughs> that's an interesting. That's an interesting look too. What makes a robe a robe and like a trench coat or jacket or something a jacket? Huh. Are we talking about again simply the intent of it being an indoor thing? Is a robe not just a jacket? Okay, this reminds me of a of a discussion that I I've never forgotten it. Uh, I went to art school for a year and I had a design class, and they were like, "What, what makes a chair a chair?" Because like you can sit on lots of stuff, mm. and chairs don't have to have four legs. It really like broke my brain a little bit. Because yeah. <laughs> like, what what are the rules of chairs? There are none. Some come with it. Some have a back. Some You're right. There's no back, and now it's a stool, but it's still a type of chair, right? Yeah. But what's the difference really between a stool and a little table? That is exactly the crux of this this discussion. I like that. what. What do you use it for? Yeah, it's the I get it's it's purely the usage in that case, right? And I guess the same is for a jacket. If you're wearing something over your clothes to protect mm. you from the outside elements, that's when it becomes a jacket. As opposed to just a shirt. Aha. Uh-huh. So if I wear my jacket inside with no other shirts underneath it, with the intention of it being a shirt, no one can debate me. That's a shirt. No, no one can debate you. <laughs> Let it be known here on this show. No one can debate you. Oh, uh, if yeah, we, we, we settle debates here at Commander's Brew, uh, but we do also eventually talk about magic cards in a Commander <laughs> context. Eventually. We're going to have a few laughs, and we want to thank you for watching, for listening, for taking part. Thank you very much. Uh, some of you have also gone to patreon.com slash Commander's Brew, and thanks for that. Thanks for donating, uh, helping us keep the lights on, as it were, uh, bring the show out to you with m- more stuff. Uh, people in our Discord, as one of the perks, is our, you know, you can help us brew the show deck. So we're in the Discord brainstorming card ideas on the themes that we're working off. And sometimes it takes some wild turns during the brewing process. It's really fun in there. Uh, so thank you for everyone there. Uh, maybe you want to help out the show and you're going to buy magic cards anyway. Why not check out the affiliate link through the show notes? on however you're listening goes to tcgplayer.com and if you click through that link any cards you buy we get a little slice of that pie so that helps us out and of course if you are a canadian listener we do have the best deal for you uh we can get you a straight up discount on your magic cards if you shop at the wizard tower and use our coupon code let's hear an ad from them now 
We're proud Canadian podcasters, and we're proud to be sponsored by the Wizards Tower, wizardtower.com, one of Canada's premier card stores. Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code, BREWICORIA, to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free, as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our deck list for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. See you there. All right, great. Uh, so yeah, let's um, let's uh, let's move into the. Um, we're doing a little commander interview here today. We're doing a little interview, and uh, um, I'm really sad. I actually can't be here. I, I gotta just step out for a second. So no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to um, bring in. I gotta bring back uh, some light bulbs. Okay. That I ordered online. I have to bring them back physically into the store and be like, "Hey, oh, these light bulbs are too bright." Too bright. Too uh, bright. Too dim. Simple mistake. Some of them are too dim. Well, some of them are too bright. So I had to bring them all back. Yeah. I, I guess because of like, you know, social distancing, you had to make an appointment and now's the only time you could go into the store to do that. Exactly. That is exactly what it is. So. Yeah. I understand. So anyways, um, yeah, have fun um, interviewing the, um, the the designer of Corset 2021. That, that looks, sounds Great. like a fun thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, very excited here to have one of the designers of Corset 2021. Um, I, I've not, I've, I actually know some names, but I, this is this came together so quickly. Forgive me, I don't recognize your face. It, am I talking to Aaron Forsyth or Doug Beyer or Mark Hagen? These I'm are sorry. the three credited designers of M21. Terribly Corset. sorry, Sean. I, I don't recognize any of those names. The name's Righteous Dave. Righteous Dave? Yep, that's oh. right. Righteous Dave, the uh, the the, oh, so maybe, the maybe, designer of Corset 2021. Okay, well, maybe I have it mixed up. Maybe Wikipedia is wrong because the maybe you're on the development team, so that's either Adam Prozac no, or no, Sam no, Stoddard. No, 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 no team, no? just me, just Righteous Dave. That's it. Just me down there working hard, you know, designing the corset. Corset. 2021 course it's 2021 that's right yes yes i i, I let me tell you i, I had a an absolute blast working on this one it, it was a lot of fun you know down yeah. in the uh down in the basement you know sweaty very hard work you know um well, I, I i can't thank you enough as commander players we especially want to thank you some great reprints i mean you know Azusa, thank you for Azusa. That's a huge reprint. Azusa's on the marketing per- team. She barely had anything to do with it, honestly. <laughs> but you know, I'll tell her you said thanks. Azusa's on the marketing team. Oh yes, yes, she is. She's, she's a great gal. Yeah. Uh, she really wait, got the word it- out about 2021. That, you know, we got we got this new corset coming out. I think it's going to so- sell like wildfire once people get back into the stores and stuff. I mean, it's already, it's, I guess it's already kind of selling, but uh, the thing is I'm it? confused about. There's been some well, sales already. I haven't even shown uh, it to anyone. Even shown it to anyone? It's out on, it's been out on Arena for like a month. I wish people are wearing it in an arena. Wearing oh it? my goodness. Well, I love okay, it. So, I mean, so I'm the, happy to see it. I hope they're wearing it, you know, at a, a sporting event or whatever. Great. We are, we there's this is confusing which makes me think we're not communicating very allow well. can me we, can we start s- over you know what i'd love to set the record straight please if that's possible yes so i've worked on some previous corsets 
Okay. Okay. Uh, this is my first corset where I'm the designer. I set okay. everything up. So I far, it sounds all, like it could right? be magic cards. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know what you're talking about exactly. But, you know. Okay, wait, wait. You don't know what I'm talking about when I say magic cards. Well, you know, there's a certain magic when you design a corset. You know, um, you've got to picture, you know, what the end result will be. Wait. You know, what it'll all come together. You know, Righteous all Dave. the different pieces. Hang on. You know, the... the, the the laces, Say, the lacing, and the I think I know, can, part where the bosoms I think I get go. This. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, bosoms. Okay. Can you say what you designed again a little hmm. more slowly, please? Corset 2021. Core set. Core set. Yeah. Corset. Corset. 2021. It's a corset. Okay. Are you, okay. Which one? Mm. A or B? Mm. A. Corset. Correct. B. Corset. Correct. Okay, no, you have to pick A yeah. or B. Okay. <laughs> I don't know okay. what you're doing. I'm corset. saying two different things. I'm corset. saying two different things. You're saying corset or corset. I'm saying pick one, mate. <laughs> okay. Not your mate, pal. What? But uh, <laughs> Term of endearment. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get a little frustrated because I'm saying there's there's I think there's a language or an accent barrier or something like that. Did you design 248 cards for a collectible mm. card game called Magic the Gathering or a garment that hugs your waist very tightly to accentuate hmm. an hourglass hmm. figure? So, you know, your first question, you know, did <laughs> yeah. I design, you know, 200 and some odd magic cards? you know okay you know you could you know mm -hmm. in a way i suppose i did you know okay you know what then because what i've done uh, here is i've made 250 magic cards do you know okay then so so then i'm just gonna ask you the regularly scheduled questions <laughs> i had for you anyway then and you oh. should have no problem answering them, right? Well, you know, you could you could ask about the garment. You could ask about the one that's clothing, I suppose. Well, I'm a professional interviewer, and I have my interview questions already ready. And I would like to ask them to you now, if that's all right. Oh, oh man. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. Okay. What finally led you to ratify dog types from hounds? Um... Yeah. Is that what you call boobies? <laughs> nope. Nope. I do in America. Is that what you no. call it? Well, I'm in Canada, first of all, but we also don't oh, call them that. Oh, good day. Canada. Good day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> We're big fans down here of uh, Canada. Listen, uh, Canadians and I think Australians, yeah, I, if I'm sure. guessing right, we, we <laughs> yeah. uh, historically get along famously. Oh, great. Great. You know. Great. Uh, so this uh, should be no you're problem. You're going to love Corset 2021. I'll tell you that. Okay. Ex ex then maybe you can explain why with the exciting reprint of Bane Slayer Angel, why it was outclassed so hard by Elder Gargaroth. You know, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to go there, you're going to sit over there, and you're going to ask your questions about whatever the bloody hell you're talking about. Well, I'll, okay. give you, I'll do you one better, okay? Okay. I'll do you one better. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give my answers to what I think those questions are. 
So great. I'm going to say it like this. Mm-hmm. What, what's your what's your question about? Why print Elder Gargaroth to outshine Baneslayer Agent in what would be an ordinarily very exciting inclusion? I decided to include satin laces because the softness against your skin feels nice. Oh, I guess that's a way of saying that green players really love that sort of thing. And although Baneslayer is a classic, sometimes you gotta go with what the people want. Okay. Okay, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, well then. All right. Uh, you know, it's not such a bad time then, is it? Okay, okay, okay. Next question then. All right. W- what? Why did you finally decide to keyword mill? Well, <laughs> um, do you know that fabric that they used to make, uh, you know, um, like <laughs> tutus? What's it called? Tool? Is oh. that what it's called? Tutus? Tool. Tool. Like, Tool? It's, it's kind of like a... Um, crinoline? No, not crinoline. Um, it's, I believe it's called tool. It's like a... It's like, I mean, like you're a, the fabric expert, it's almost like not a, me. I'm not, actually. I'm, I'm the designer. If you oh, know anything about fashion, which <laughs> obviously course. you don't. Anyways, no. it's like a bit of a wee net. You're there, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a net. You can see through it. Yeah. So I used tool uh, because I wanted it to be... I wanted the bottom of it to, what do they call that when it sticks out like that? And I can't see what you're doing. It sticks out like this. Out from your bum. Foot? Of the foot? No, like this. The shelf? For you listeners who can't see me, my hands are pointed down at like a 45 degree angle. Isn't it? What does he call yeah. that? Skirt or something. A skirt. But it's not that. It's not the right word. Anyways, tool. I'll use that for that. Bit of a so knit. I- I guess it's like the the you can kind of see through that complicated text of explaining what milling is every time. But to simplify it in a way that everyone can understand, we can still see through it, but it still gets the point across. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, thank you, Righteous Dave. All right. (laughs) This is the best interview I've ever done. I'm doing great. You are doing great. These questions and answers are making perfect sense. If we just change your perspective a little bit. You know, we got over the problem of not knowing what we were talking about surprisingly quick. You know what? We've really moved Uh, on. Canadians and Australians really do get along, don't they? That's right. I'm half Uh, Australian, though. Okay, what's the other half? Uh, New Zealand. Ah, sure. Hard to distinguish that. Two family don't get along not very well. Oh, they don't? No. Oh. No. I didn't know that about Australia and New Zealand. Every every uh, holiday. Oh yeah, you must have a lot of fun Australian holidays. What are some of those? When's your Independence Day? Do you have one of those? Yeah, of course. I when mean, is it? It's tomorrow. June. Tomorrow was on the recording, or was one when this is released? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have one more question. For you. <laughs> yeah. What's Mark Rosewater really like? Mm, oh, I know Mark Rosewater. I know him. We went to school together. Really? Mark Rosewater, the lead of designer. Yes, of magic. he's a head designer. Yes. Of magic. Yeah. He's yes. great. Big top okay. hat. Big. Big. You know, cape. Fellow with the doves. Yeah. Yes, I've seen him. I've that seen him recently. Possible. Nice fella. Have... Strangely violent. 
very angry, often. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I always see him fighting animals. Okay. Kangaroos and wallabies. I guess that would explain why the creature types, you always do hear about Mark getting into heated discussions about whether a dog is a hound and what it should be. So in a way, that's, you're telling me he's very passionate from what he believes in. Okay, great. That's that. Well, I mean, I think this is a great interview. Maybe the best one we've done yet. I've had a great time. Just remember well, to go out on the website, corset2021.au, and so, um, <laughs> and order your corset. It looks quite nice. I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> it might not be might not be there yet. <laughs> Just set it up recently. So. .au, you say. Oh, the site can't be... Yeah, it's down. Not it says yet. the site can't be reached. Yeah, it'll be there soon. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully by the time this is released... Um, well, it says I should try running Windows Network Diagnostics, so maybe it's on my end. It's I don't pro- know. You know what? That's probably it. You've got a you've got a bum computer there. <laughs> okay, the computer's fine. Bit of a generally. Bum, bum one. Bit of a lemon. I mean, you, uh, you got sold a lemon. <laughs> I mean, this has been a very reliable machine for a little while now, so I think it's a good one. But uh, anyway, thank you for coming on. Thank you for telling us about Corset 2021. Uh, I think our listeners learned a lot. You're welcome, and uh, you're going to look great in Corset 2021. I hope so. Wow, what an interview. Uh, Andy, you missed an interesting one. This was a great interview. We, really? I, I got to talk to uh, the solo designer of Corset 2021, not Magic Cards, Corset, the article of clothing. Oh, righteous Dave. You know him. I do. Yes, of course. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did not know you knew Righteous Dave. Well, how do you know Righteous Dave? He's the lead designer of Corset 2021. That's how it's... Uh, if you know about corsets, if you know about the fashion, sort of... Like, every year there's one corset that comes out and is like, oh, this one's, you know, this is an interesting new corset. And um, the 2021, you know, because they're always a uh, year ahead, uh, ahead sort of, uh, this year was a... He got to do it, right? Just Dave, big, big designer down in Australia. Yeah. Wow. So you know all about the net, the tutu net, the tool. Yeah. The tool. <laughs> okay. He, uses, he loves uh, that fabric. He uses tool a lot. Honestly, I think you should have done the interview, but uh, it was it, it went pretty well. <laughs> Knowing what you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know uh, about all about it. What did he seem unsure at some points? <laughs> no, I just feel like I was out of sorts, so oh, having you there would have been yeah, very yeah. helpful. You know what? I I did get to bring those light bulbs back, and everything did work out. So oh, great. great! At least that at least that went that way for us. Got the proper wattage now. That's correct. Um, well, let's let's get let's roll into the deck tag then. What do you say? I'd love to. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about it. Um, we had a bunch, a slew. Forget about a bunch, a slew of new commanders in the last couple of months, and you know we're still playing catch up with a lot of this. You know, a true slew. Re- really, right? Like it just seems. It seems like only yesterday, Ikoria came out. Uh, let alone that we're done with it and moved on to the next set now. Like we barely got to touch on the commander uh, guys, so so this is I still wanted to get in there. I still want to talk about the commander uh, twenty twenty, especially this one commander that stood out to me. So, um, a lot of those commanders they have. I thought it was like a somewhat narrow, like you know, path you could go down with some of them. Now we do our best on this show 
to, to stretch that out. We try to make it so that we're not doing the obvious thing with every single commander. And uh, I thought this one had a little bit of an avenue for something a little off the beaten path. Not exactly, you know, what it is that you maybe think you should obviously do with it. So let's I just want to bring up what what it is we're actually talking about first. We're talking about Akeem, the Soaring Wind. Two blue, red, white. So it's a Jeskai commander, legendary bird dinosaur. Uh, it's a three, four with flying and says whenever you create one or more tokens for the first time each turn, create a one, one bird uh, creature token with flying. And then you can pay three blue, red, white and creature tokens you control will gain double strike until end of turn. So at first blush, this obviously is like a token based commander, right? Like we, we want to be making a bunch of tokens and we want to. Uh, get them flying and then you give them double strike and that's how you win right it all seems to be pretty much laid out for us the game plan is here the blueprint is here there's not a lot of extra thought that goes into this and that's actually like a problem i think it is a real problem with some of the stuff that we're seeing in some of the commander products you know uh it's not all bad though don't don't, don't get me wrong um but akeem here actually gives us a little bit more uh um uh i don't know what i don't know what you want to call it like a little more room to to, to maneuver than just that, as you're going to see. Now, obviously, we're going to involve some tokens and stuff, but there's a lot of different ways we could do this, right? We could just lean on tokens, period, and we can just make this a Jeskai tokens, all the different tokens that we want. We could we could narrow it a little bit. We could look at birds specifically because we're making birds. Keem is a bird. We could look at a tribal synergy here. And there are some pretty cool bird uh, synergies uh, in Jeskai colors. Uh, we could also just look at flyers. This is a cool thing. There's been a lot of cards printed recently that, uh, you know, we're buffing flyers, we're making flyers, things get bigger based on the number of flyers you have. Flyers are indestructible, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of cool flying synergies are out there as well. And then also we got this idea that just be because it's Jeskai, thank you, Sarah, uh, <laughs> because it's Jeskai, we're going to lean on the Jeskai strengths of like instants and sorceries. And obviously that ties into the tokens as well. So um we looked at all of this in the Discord. I had a lot of help on this one. This was a lot of fun. We're talking about a ton of different cards. Um, and we didn't pick any one of these things, although we excluded some of them and went harder on others than, than, than some others. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to ruin anything. I'll, let's just start talking about all of the uh, neat moves. Working on a neat move. Uh, okay, great. So, um, Sean, I want you to tell us first a little about just some of the token makers, because surprise, surprise, we do have to, you know, take advantage of the fact that tokens want to be made by Akeem. Double strike is going to affect the tokens and as well as making our own. So we have to make some tokens. So let's take a look at some of the first ways we're going to do it. How about Nadir Kraken? Madir Kraken. Uh, Madir. <laughs> uh, one blue, blue, two, three. Kraken. Whenever you draw a card, you you may pay one, and if you do, put a plus one plus one counter on Nadir Kraken and make a one one blue tentacle creature token. Weird, weird kind of token, Certainly. but uh, we'll take it. Uh, you know, Akeem don't care. We got Maloku the Clouded Mirror, four and a blue, legendary Merfolk Wizard, two four flying. You can pay one. Return a land you control to its owner's hand, and you put a one-one blue illusion creature token with flying onto the battlefield. That's this is an underrated card, I think. There's a lot of situations where you're happy to just 
you know, make a push and be like, I just need a few tokens. I don't need my lands anymore. This is my attempt to win. I like that. Definitely. And re retreat to Emeria, three and white for an enchantment with landfall. You can choose one or the other every time a land enters the battlefield. You can either have creatures you control get plus one, plus one, very useful in a go-wide strategy, or put a one-one white core ally creature token onto the battlefield. So whichever half of your game plan you're in, you do that half. Absolutely. And this one, actually, retreat to Emeria works really well with Moloku, actually. You can bounce that land back up. If you don't have a land in your hand already, and you, or you haven't played one, you can just play it back down, get it, uh, either buff your team or, or whatever. So these are some really cool ways to make, you know, just we're making tokens. Um, for the most part, we're making them at sorcery speed with Retreat to Emeria and with uh, Nadir or Nadir, I don't know, uh, Kraken. Um, although, although the Kraken can make them add into speed, obviously, if you're drawing off your turn. But Moloku is really great because we can do this on our opponent's turns. And the way that Akeem is worded is that you only get the token from him or, or whatever, from the bird. Uh, you only get the bird the first time you make a token, right? So mm. you want to be doing it on, a, on a, your opponent's turns if you can, as well as on your turn. So, it, you know, it's good to get the stuff like, uh, you know, retreat to a Mary and all that. But um, it's really nice to have some of the stuff on on their turn. And so to sort of highlight that we got more token makers we've got secure the waste which is always a classic the x and a white instant uh put x one one white warrior creature tokens onto the battlefield this is a way to like end the game also you know just instant speed put a bunch of tokens out um uh, but also in a pinch if you need one it's really great uh we also have call the copper coats this is one of my favorite cards from the uh the new commander set um, agreed it's really, really good. It's two and a white uh, for an instant, and it has Strive, which means you can pay. Uh, the spell costs one and a white more to cast for each target beyond the first. Basically, you choose any number of target opponents, create X 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature tokens where X is the number of creatures those opponents control. So for five mana, for three white white, you can pick two of your opponents and make uh, however many creatures they have, that's how many soldiers you get to make. And you can do it at instant speed, which is really a boon. In my testing with this, I found that I didn't need to target any more than one opponent because usually there's only the one other opponent that has like a board full of creatures. Uh, and even if you're talking about three, four or five creatures, like three or four, even it's pretty good. You know, you're not on you're not totally unhappy with three creatures because it kind of you know how tokens token decks work like. If you if you get to the point where we're buffing them and then we give them double strike, you, know, you don't need to have that many of them. So, um, and if guess what, if your opponents have a ton of blockers, guess what? So will you now have a ton of attackers because of call the copper cuts? Yes. It's great. Yes. Uh, so that's really fun. And then um, uh, another a really cool way, and this one was from I, I'm going to shout out Discord at the end, but like a lot of these calls were from Discord. This one was great. One of my favorite cards too. Spell Swindle, three blue blue, the instant counter target spell, create X colorless treasure artifact tokens where x is that spells uh cmc and of course you tap them for mana uh you just tap and sack them for mana of any color so spell swindle is great because because we want to be uh making these tokens on our opponent's turn a lot of the times we're leaving up mana into our opponent's turns right um and usually we, you know we might have something like a retreat so that we're getting our token on our turn no problem just by playing a land and we just pass the turn with something like secure the waste call the copper coats or spell swindle up and then we just bam zap something big and we get a bunch of treasures. And the beauty part is, like you said earlier, Sean, Akeem don't care what kind of tokens they are. They don't have yeah. to be creatures. They can be anything. They can be 
yeah, treasures or you can make a token copy of some creature your opponent has or whatever. It's really, really great. So Spell Swindle works uh, especially great. And because this is kind of a mana hungry deck, you want to be able to do to do the things that make all your tokens. And then you want to be able to give them double strike at some point. And if you can do both of those things in the same turn, that's great. Yeah, uh, let's talk about other ways. So, like, as uh, we're segueing into other ways Akim can make birds off of any token, I'll remind you the wording is whenever you create one or more tokens. Doesn't say creatures. So that means something like uh, the enchantment Curse of Opulence. It's a single red for an aura curse that enchants a player. And whenever enchanted player attacks, create a colorless artifact token named Gold. Uh, each opponent attacking that player also does that. So you get a gold. and it's not the person attacks, is attacked. Whenever that person is attacked. Is attacked. Yeah, right. so you curse someone with opulence, mm-hmm. which it should incentivize people to attack that person because whoever attacks them gets a gold. Mm-hmm. You, as the owner of opulence, get a gold as well. I, I know we said it a lot when it first happened, but isn't it totally bizarre that they chose gold tokens for this and not treasures and not treasure. Yeah. Because I think it was like right before they came out with treasures, but they knew that treasures were going to be made and they wanted to debut treasures in Ixalan. But why not just make it? Why not just make it here? Cause now we have, now I got to have a gold token and a treasure token and they are functionally different. So like, right. You know, because <laughs> treasure tokens must tap. Gold does not have to tap. Exactly. Anyways. Yeah. Minor complaint, but still, this card's really good in this deck if people are attacking. Yeah. Don't you do you find though that then these often they don't work the way we want? Like people usually will decline to attack that person for the gold because they don't want you to have the gold as well. It's totally you know what? It's totally fine because as long as we are attacking, we are getting we're at least getting it on our turn. And yeah, that's okay. You know what? If that's the if that's the floor of this of this for us in this deck, that's a, that's pretty good. That's not bad. And and don't forget it is it is a little bit of ramp too that way, so it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we were all, we're also running Storm the Vault. I love this legendary enchantment. It's two blue red, uh, and it says whenever one or more of one or more creatures you control deals combat damage to a player, you get to create a treasure, which is the same as a gold except you tap it. Uh, but at the beginning of your end step, you have to transform this if you control five or more artifacts. And it transforms into Vault of Catlican, which is sort of um, Talarian Academy. Talarian Ruins? Talarian Academy? It's Talarian one Academy. of the Talarian, Talarian Academy. Academy. Sort of. Uh, so basically, it taps to add a mana of any color. It's better because of that. You yeah. can tap it to add mana of any color. Or you can tap to add blue mana for each artifact you control. Now to flip it, we've had to have had at least five or more artifacts. So we should have five unless we spent all those treasures. Anyway, this is a huge mana ramp. It's an excellent card. We've yeah. got lots of bird tokens. We have lots of evasion. We have we are able to swarm. Hitting and getting treasures off us from the vault is very easy. Very easy. Uh, the, and the next thing also makes treasures. Oh yeah, treasure map, treasure map. Again, I think this is probably underrated. It's a two mana artifact. Uh, you pay one and tap to scry one, and then you put a landmark counter on it. Uh, and then when you get your third counter, so that when you've scryed for your third time, you get to sacrifice this. No, you don't sacrifice it. You transform this into treasure cove. 
Treasure Cove adds colorless mana or lets you sack a treasure draw card. What I may have skipped over is that when you do that transformation, you also get three treasures out of it. Mm -hmm. So you can either use those treasures to like ramp or fix mana or just start sacking them to draw cards with Treasure Cove. This deck's already shown you we've got other ways to make treasures. Real shame about Curse of Opulence there. Which yeah, these treasures. Because right? Treasure Cove can start, you know, you hit a spell swindle for a bunch. You're able to just draw extra cards most of the rest of the game if you wanted to. Yeah, it's, it's, we have a little treasure package in this deck, really. Yeah. Uh, we've got a, we've got a, even like, we've got like Rapacious Dragon, I think is the name of the card, where it's like it, when it comes in, it drops a few treasures in and we'll take it. We're happy to have that. There's a little, a few little ways to recur it and stuff like that. So we'll take it for sure. Nice. Um, and that was a, that was a suggestion from Discord as well. They, to, to include some, some treasures and it's like oh wow this works perfectly this is great mm -hmm. um another suggestion so so the discord works in uh one of the most fun ways you can brew a deck where you know sean or i will go in and we'll say um you know we, we we like it ranges from having no idea at all which is pretty rare uh to to usually it starts off with like i'm thinking of this card and i want to maybe include this commander or something and then we'll go from there uh, to, to like, hey, I have most of this deck brewed already and I'm just looking for some cards that are going to synergize well with like, here's my strategy, here's my commander, that sort of thing. So, you know, runs again. We do all that, all kinds of stuff. Uh, this uh, but, and, but normally if you go in with just the regular like, hey, thinking of this commander, thinking of this type of thing, what do you guys think? We'll get like, and you know from listening too, we'll get like uh, so many cards like listed and stuff and people, you know, brewing up strategies and thinking of stuff. And there's always these like offshoots of like, hey, someone just went and made their own dragon deck out of this. Like, yeah. That's what yeah. ha that happened in this in this one. <laughs> uh, um, uh, and then and then we had like right at the end, like once I had basically already put this deck together and then I saw like uh, Mondo and oh, I can't remember. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, for I can't remember who I don't have it up right now, so I can't even check. But anyways, uh, they were talking about I was like, ooh. Ooh, could we make this could we make like this an enchantress deck and i was like i like this idea because a lot of the cards i was wanting to use to create tokens and 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 create them on my opponent's turns and stuff like that a lot of them were i was finding a lot of them were enchantments uh not so much instants and sorceries but we're talking about enchantments so looked into it looked at some of the cards they said looked into it even a little deeper and 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 picked some up that um weren't just weren't just mentioned and Wow, turns out we're kind of an Enchantment Matters deck here, uh, which Ooh. is very fun. And it starts with stuff like Shark, Shark Typhoon. Uh, five and a blue, you know, it's from it's from Ikoria. It's big and standard right now. Five and a blue for Enchantment. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create an XX blue shark creature token with flying where X is that spell's converted mana cost. Of course, you can cycle it for X, one blue, and you make an XX uh, shark flying. Um so this can, in a pinch, make us our shark if we want, or really what you want to do in Commander most of the time, I think, is make this, you know, cast this for the full six mana, have it be an enchantment that sits there. And then, like, when I searched for, like, things caring about enchantments entering the battlefield, you know, you have Constellation, you care about a lot of casting of enchantments, but there's not that much of it, especially in these colors. Like, we don't have green and we don't have black, which are actually kind of big enchantment colors. White is obviously big, too, but... Um, but it's because you got to look for those non-creature spell stuff. And that includes enchantments. And Shark Typhoon is one of the best enchantress cards, it turns out. Huh. 
which is crazy. Yeah, uh, you don't think of this as an Enchantress card very no, often, exactly. but it for sure is. One of the ones that you do think of is Sigil of the Empty Throne. Uh, three white white for the enchantment. That's whenever you cast an enchantment spell, create the 4-4 four, four angel uh, creature token with flying. Cast is nice because, um, you know, you're going to get it even if it's uh, countered or something like that. So that's good. Uh, and 4-4 four, four angels are nothing to... Uh, Nothing to uh, sneeze at. And they will also trigger making birds for you, which is sweet. Same thing with those sharks. And then finally, we have Jeskai Ascendancy, which is like a must include in any of these Jeskai token decks. Uh, blue, red, white for an enchantment. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until the end of the turn. And you untap all the creatures. And whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you may draw a card. And if you do, discard a card. So think of this with uh, the Nadir Kraken, right? You, anytime you cast an enchantment, you pay the extra one and now you've got a little token and now you've triggered that and now you've looted and now your things are getting bigger. Like it goes, it gets, just gets out of control. It's really, really fun. Wow. And I know we've done decks like this in the past, but we haven't done them centered around this enchantment theme and True. especially trying to to make them work. Um, well, you'll see. Anyways, read the next okay. couple because these are sort of what we're a little more what we're used to here. Uh, Kikar, I love Kikar Wins Fury. One blue, white, red. It's a bird wizard. Oh, another bird. Mm. Three, three with flying. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, that includes enchantments, create a one, one white spirit creature token with flying, and you get to sacrifice the spirit to add red mana. This is some mana generation. Kikar is amazing. Uh, ooh, Elisha of the Infinite, another classic Jeskai commander. Two blue, red, white. Jin Monk, three, three with prowess. Uh, which works when you cast non-creature spells. It gets yep. plus one, plus one. You're allowed to look at the top card of your library, and you're allowed to play the top card of your library if it's a non-creature, non-land card, and you may cast it as though it had flash. That's enchantments. That's enchantments. All of that yeah. is. Elsha yeah. is crazy in this deck. <laughs> and uh, from uh, from Theros Beyond Death, Archon of Sun's Grace, all-star of the format. Uh, I think this is going to be a great card here, too. Two white white flying and lifelink three four pegasus creatures you control have lifelink and it's got constellation so whenever an enchantment hits the battlefield under your control you get to make a two two pegasus with flying and a bird if you yep, have exactly. a key mount uh and those pegasi have lifelink pegasi yeah uh yeah absolutely i mean you know kikar alsha just and like uh, and Akeem all together kind of seem to want to work together really well with with token making. And again, you've you've seen us do it in the past. And we'll, well, it's sweet when we get to add some of these new cards in, you know, from the it's last like, couple sets. It's like all the Jeskai commanders are just best pals. Yeah, and they, they, they all dress kind of the same. They all kind of <laughs> like the same things. They've yeah. all just they've been friends for so long. They all they all seem very similar. Yeah. And but they each have like a favorite. Like it's like if they're all. Backstreet Boys fans, they all each have a different boy that they like. Like one's a Brian yeah. guy, one's like I'm more into Nick, I'm more into AJ, you know. Uh no can... no Joey guy. No who? No Joey guy. No Joey. Oh no, he's That's New Kids. Oh, okay. That's also NSYNC. It's it's New Kids or NSYNC. Ooh. <laughs> I'm confused. There's too many there's too many boy bands. You're, if you're thinking of the lame one, you're thinking of Howie. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but okay you know what this is all pretty typical this is all pretty classic let's let's get a little wild let's push the deck as far as we can and we got this that's how we do it suggestion a lot from uh i think it was from um lol what i think 
I think that's who was really pushing the, uh, the this one. Uh, but you know, we got to include Bruticlad, Telcor engineer. You gotta. We love Bruticlad. We love us a Bruticlad. Uh, four blue, red, four four legendary artifact creature. Creature tokens you control have haste, so right away that's worth putting in mm-hmm. the deck. That's great. Mm-hmm. But then we have at the beginning of combat on your turn, create a two one blue mirror artifact creature token. Then you may choose a token you control. If you do, each other token you control becomes a copy of that token. So we've been, um, just to remind everyone, um, you pick any token you control. All your tokens become a copy of that token forever. They don't change back, which is something that I definitely thought the first time I played this card. Uh, So, like, if we have all these treasures, you know, laying around, if you know you're casting Bruticlad soon and you've got, like, an angel or even just one of the flyers, one of the one ones, uh, those treasures are going to turn, well, if you want them to, are going to turn into, uh, are going to turn into those flyers and then you're going to be able to get in hard. Bruticlad is so good. But what about if Bruticlad also has something like Felden of the Third Path to work with? Uh, This is just such a classic token maker. One red red. Uh, for the two three legendary Ar- artificer, tuna red tap. Create a token that's a copy of target creature card in your graveyard, except it's an artifact in addition to its other types. It gains haste. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. So we can pick cool. a lot of different cards. Um, we actually run a very high amount of legendary creatures in this deck. I, I looked through all the creatures and I'm like, oh man, a lot of these are legendary. So actually, not great for. Um, creating copies of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have some exceptions. And uh, I think I would maybe alter the brew a tiny bit um, because this was kind of the late edition. I, I would I would include some some more non-legendaries. But anyways, we still have a lot of non-legendaries, including Celestial Ancient, three white, white for the three, three flying. Whenever you cast an enchantment spell, put a plus a plus a counter on each creature you control. Bam, right away, they all become three threes with flying and then if you just cast a single enchantment spell after that <laughs> you're laughing right like wow they're all through threes they all put in plus one plus one counters on each other Whoa. on everything right like it's so, like so 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 you've you've made about a dozen tokens into copies of celestial ancient so those dozen will each give a plus one plus one to each other one. Yeah. Oh wow! And then double it's not strike. Even, it's if not, you luckily, want. it's not even other. So you can just count how many ancients you have. Cast that's one so thing. Yeah. And that's why I like stuff like um, uh, what was it? The uh, uh, Curse of Opulence. Um, single red for that enchantment. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times in this deck where you you just want to actually get that enchantment trigger. You want to just cast an enchantment spell and either make an angel or do this or whatever. So having some of those like lower cost, kind of lower impact enchantments is actually great. Um, and uh, that takes us into the surprise and discovery, actually. But Sean, you can read this one because this is exactly what I'm talking about. Shiny impetus. Two in a red for an aura to enchant a creature. And the picture is a gremlin wearing goggles, maybe with a weird rune on its head. It looks like a cat. Look at the kitty Very ears. weird forced perspective. It is weird, yeah. Okay, so picture aside, enchanted creature gets plus two, plus two, and is goaded. That means it has to attack each combat of Fable, and it's not allowed to attack you, unless, of course, you're the only opponent left. Uh, whenever enchanted creature attacks, you, that is me, creates <laughs> a treasure token. This is 
probably amazing with Curse of Opulence because they have, like, you know, there's a lot of times where they'll probably have to attack that person. Plus two, plus two, and is goaded. And yeah, maybe your opponent who you attack will trade with the creature, but that's good for you. You've got a treasure token, and two of your opponent, like, like we, we each go down a card, but I'm up a mana, so that's all right. Yeah, and if that creature can stays alive, it has to keep attacking, and you just get a treasure token every time it happens. And oh, yeah. meanwhile, your opponents are getting beat down, depending on the creature, you know what I mean? So it's This is what goad cards should be. Yeah, this is like... This is the first one of these types of cards that I've actually ever wanted to include in the deck. Now, mind you, there's added synergy here. It's an enchantment. It's giving mm-hmm. us a token, not on our turn. So, like that's this this one specifically really lines up well with Akeem, uh, and the, nice. in this brew of Akeem too. So, but I love yeah. it. It's it's actually it's great. It's kind of maybe even better than Opulence. Maybe not because Opulence is only a single single red. But it's nice. Three you know, for three mana, you can you can get this effect, and it's pretty sweet. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so we had a ton of people in working on this one. This one was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Lil What, Mando, uh, um, Brave Sir Robin, Seth, Papadio, uh, Dylan, PH, Pips Don't Lie, Beppo, Doomfrog, Matt Fox, Clockwork 12, Chiefy, Mr. Big Benz. A couple others in there. If, if I missed you, I, 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 I apologize. But there's it was just so much to... So much, so much we were doing in there. So many cards being thrown around. We had a great time. And I also wanted to bring up uh, a little while back, I... Was talk, we're talking about spell table. We're talking about wanting to get on there and play some VEDH games. Uh, well, we we did. Uh, not only did I with uh, I think I mentioned it already with like some of our our own play group, but we played with some. I, I played with some of the gang on Discord. Uh, Chiefy, uh, uh, Dylan, Doomfrog, Papadio, and Senator Og. We were all in there and we played two games, four players, and it was wicked. <laughs> like yeah. it was awesome. I just want to say big shout outs to those guys because um, you never know what you're going to get into. And listen, I I know that, you know, if you're in our discord and we're already chatting and brewing and stuff, everyone in there is very cool. We've never had a single problem with anybody. Everyone's just super nice and fun and everything. And um, and of course, it was no different when we got to actually play a game of magic, um, you know, over the webcam and everything. So just a great time. I, uh, I highly suggest, you know, if you're if you're in our discord or if you're looking to get in there, you know, um, uh, uh, when when it comes up, because it's going to come up again, I'm going to I'm going to try and book us up another VEDH game for the next, uh, you know, in the next little bit to, to speak up. And, and if you can make the time happen, like, that'd be great. But also there's other people just in that discord just uh, just organizing games in there. So it's actually a great place to just find other commander players, too. So anyways, check it out. Um, but we've uh, we've done our Discord shoutouts. We've done our surprises and discoveries. Looks like it is time for the budget report. We're going to take all of the cards. We're going to turn them into tokens as well as birds. And if they fly away, we lose them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so this one, I have... This is one of those ones where I've kept it kind of at a higher price point than what we would normally do because I wanted to illustrate some cards that are really out of control a little bit uh, that we just have to, um, we just have to, uh, uh, we just have to talk about them. So the first one, so this, so this deck comes out to about 150 ish uh, mm. market, a hundred dollars is the low. So this is not a, a cheap one right away, but that's because, but it also is, in the big scheme of things, it is exactly a, che- a very cheap deck. I, I know, right? Like for us, this is like whoa. Uh, 
Ooh, the low yeah. is a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, this is probably because we have two really expensive cards in here and they're ones that are, you know, you would think that must be auto include. So let's talk about them. The first one is smothering tithe. Yeah. Yeah. And this is obviously a commander staple at this point. It's giving white ramp and fixing, which is great. Um, and so obviously it becomes this amazing card. And it's an amazing multiplayer card for, for that matter. Uh, an amazing card in this deck. Akeem, you know, your opponents are drawing cards. They're, they're, they're giving you treasure tokens. That's giving us a bird on every opponent's turn, unless they pay, obviously. Uh, so it's really great. And uh, it's 15 bucks, though, you know? And uh, there's a lot Yeesh. of treasure makers in this deck. And we got a lot of ways to make treasures. So even though this one's really good, I got to say, you know, it can be cut. For $15, I think I might cut it. So yeah. uh, if you got one, this is a great deck to use it in. You know, the synergy is very high off the charts. But um, I wouldn't pick up a new one for it, though. Okay. Uh, I noticed the second most expensive card is another white enchantment. It's Divine Visitation. Obviously huge in this deck. Three white white for an enchantment. And if you would create one or more tokens, instead make that many 4-4 four, four white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance. So Akeem now cranks out angels every time you make any. So yeah. <laughs> that, that's like 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 you you make a treasure akeem tries to make a bird now you've got an angel in it. it makes sense why this is also a 15 dollar card now totally and again this is just a an amazing synergistic card um mm -hmm. problem with this one is that a lot of times you'll play divine visitation um when you have it and then just that's your whole turn yeah um, it's expensive which is dangerous because people are going to kill us when they see it if they have their if they have their enchantment removal ready like this is going to go down so you don't really want to do that. You really want to save Divine Visitation. Um, well, I mean, I don't know about every single time, but, you know, make your judgments about what's on the board. But I feel like you want to save Divine Visitation until you can at least get one of the angels, right? Like in the same turn. Yeah, it sucks to spend five minutes and, and then another spell or another game action that would make a token that you're hoping to upgrade. But... You know, like maybe you play it when Brutoclad's already out, so that when Brutoclad's trigger goes on the stack, it becomes an angel, so there's very little time to interact. I'm, there, I'm sure there's ways to get around it, but... Yeah, I mean, th there's there's a couple of, like, cheap ways to make tokens here, like, so I don't know. Maybe, like, Retreat to Amiria is great with it, because you play it, oh, and yeah. then just play a land if you can, and then, you know, there you go. Now you're off to the races. Yeah, yeah. You get two four fours right away. Anyway, so so you know you got to be careful with it. But for fifteen dollars again, Pricey. I don't know. This is the thing with this card. It's like I'm already making so many tokens, and yes, obviously four four angels with vigilance and flying are better than one one you know soldiers or one one birds with flying. But it doesn't take that much. You know what I mean? Like yeah, an extra card giving like uh, Catharis Crusade, you know, is this it, basically it turns all your birds into three threes, four fours, just like that, you know? Right. So it's tough to say. It's tough to recommend that someone spend $15 on this card. I don't think they should. It's a bit win more. Yeah. And I mean, in Commander, win more is actually something you do want a little bit, especially yep. more than in, in a 1v1 game. But, you know, it's uh, it is that for sure. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Shark Typhoon, uh, up around uh, five, five, six dollars, depending on where you're looking. Um, and that's the one that when you cast non-creature spells, you get X 
an XX blue uh, flying shark. This one, I think you want. I think there's just such, um, uh, you know, usage case out of this. It's going to be great. Like every turn, you're going to be making a big, a pretty big shark. If you know, because like even like a four four, it you know is pretty sweet. A three three flyer is not bad. You know, you play that shiny impetus thing, and that you get a three three flyer out of it too. It's amazing. You know. Um, well, and let's not discount that the optional cycle to just get one right away. Of course. Like that, that utility makes this card an A plus. I agree. I agree. And I think, I think, you know, five or six bucks, if you wanted to wait on this one and until it's like, it like leaves uh standard, maybe that's a move. Maybe that's a bit of a move. Although I do, I do feel like this card is just a commander card, you know? So actually I yeah. don't really, I don't see it going down too much. I think, I think you want to snap them. I'm not a finance expert, but I wonder if we're if the days are gone where standard cards drop a lot, uh, way because I mean commander players aren't stupid anymore. Like there's millions of us, and we're waiting for deals. So as soon as this thing down ticks like a buck, people go in on it. Like I don't think I, the days are gone where a card is ten bucks in standard, then it rotates and it goes down to a dollar. Uh, I don't think that happens anymore. Or maybe it does. I don't know. I, I think it does happen. But one good point that you're bringing up here is is that maybe that's not going to happen during for the pandemic, right? Like a lot less paper magic is being played from like Ikoria to through this core set through when I through whenever Ikoria rotates out. So maybe just not that many shark typhoons were bought in paper. So that's I believe it. You know, that would also affect the price uh, negatively. Right. So supply and demand that's right so anyways i you know i think it's worth it i think it's a very fun card a very good card so um i'm not going to tell you go spend 15 dollars on a smothering tithe or a divine visitation but um but you know six bucks on a shark typhoon is is not the worst you know not the worst you you know you can make it work um okay well what about favorite cards yeah uh this one i just love saying this one so it's my favorite uh Oh man, have you ever seen a hate mirage? <laughs> yeah. Instead of uh, a, an imaginary pool of water with a little palm tree, it's like an imaginary arch rival from school who's like pushing you in the mud. <laughs> hate mirage. Anyways, hate mirage is three in a red sorcery. Uh, choose up to two target creatures you don't control. For each of those creatures, create a token as a copy of that creature. Those tokens gain haste. Exile them at the beginning of the next end step. Uh, great card with Brutaclad. Uh, you know, you just copy some cool thing your opponent has, or two things for that matter. And then you just change them all into those creatures and have a blast with it. Or just get a really cool ability. Um, yeah, Hate Mirage is a lot of fun. Even in today's era of magic, surely there are two juicy targets with etb abilities or attack mm -hmm. triggers that for four mana you can probably get like a turn you can probably get 10 mana or more worth of creatures for that turn that sounds like a great deal if you do have a divine visitation be careful with this card because it's not you're not oh, going to yeah. get what you point at you're going to get two angels which eh, isn't bad <laughs> but you know like what? if you're trying to make their you know their uh, crater hoof, take the card out take the card out yeah yeah, yeah. divine yeah. visitation you're trying to make the crater hoof you're not going to get it though yeah 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 my favorite card is going to be mirror mockery uh this is one of the blue front enchantment you enchant a creature um and whenever that creature attacks 
you may put a token onto the battlefield that is a copy of that creature and you exile that token at the end of combat. You must expand your brain and think about this. This works on your creatures or your opponent's creatures. So if you put it on one of your creatures, you're going to want it that has something with an ETB ability so that you can attack and then get a copy of it, get that ETB trigger, and then it disappears. However, don't be afraid to put this on an opponent's creature because if they attack, you get a copy of that creature, which is another way of saying you just can't attack me with that thing because if you do, I'll just put the, the very thing it is up against it like the card art is the thing yeah. clashing with itself. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to work. You might as well go somewhere else and give it to me. Uh, and if it and if we put it on a beefy attacker and they just decide it's not worth attacking anyone anymore, well, now you've neutralized a great threat. That's also a plus for two mana. Exactly. All of that works well. Plus the fact that if they do attack and you get the token, that's an Akeem trigger. So now you will have, um, you know, the 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 mocked the mirror mocked creature and uh, and a bird. And Akeem still works at giving that thing double strike if for some reason that should come up, which is possible. Uh, yeah, I, wanna, I, I had I a game move to. Oh, yeah. Yes, I had I the game the, how this played the out. first time ever where I put this on an opponent's creature to make it so that they I could block it or and, and make my own tokens. And it was working. I mean, the computer was attacking me because it was like a creature that buffed itself. Oh, I put on a Tuvasa. So this Tuvasa was like. It gets plus one plus one for each enchantment you control. And I was like, well, that's a great thing for me to to do. Um, but his was bigger, but it still didn't matter. I was still just blocking it. It was great. Anyways, yeah. it worked. It worked. It made me a ton of birds. <laughs> ton of birds. Uh, I love it. I love it. There you uh, go. That sounds fun. I, you know, I love a Jeskai deck. Oh, I love yeah. a token deck. I love uh, a Jeskai Enchantress deck. Interesting, Andy. I love it. Enchantress tokens. You know, it was. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, foresee that coming into it and especially since i had about like 90 percent of the deck ready to go and then this sort of new angle came in and then we kind of i kind of not didn't go back to the drawing board but i altered the deck pretty 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 significantly and it was worth well worth it it's a lot of fun and i like i said i played it a few times and it was great nice i had a blast with this one fun cool well thanks everyone for uh listening and watching you know um if you're uh, if you're checking us out uh, from uh, Canada, of course, you know to check out Wizard Tower. Uh, you can use the coupon code there to get a slice off any uh, singles you're purchasing for inside of Canada. And if you're outside of Canada, you can always check out TCG Player. Uh, use our affiliate link. It's in the show notes under the YouTube video or in in those show notes in the audio show. You just check your you know your podcast app there. You can see those. Uh, click through and then anything you get there, we'll get a little piece of that, which is just a, a, a very easy way to, uh, to support the show. If you're already buying stuff from TCG, they're great. Uh, so thanks again, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week with another deck. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you love what we're doing, consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com slash commanders brew. And if you want to get any of the cards from our deck list, go to our TCG player affiliate link below. That helps us out too. And for a free way to help us out, consider sharing the show with some friends. Like and subscribe, add a comment or two. See you later. Bye.